from the cobweb strewn shelves of the video store to the darkest corners of streaming, this is Creature Features. Warning to all listeners, Creature Features does discuss films that portray graphic content that may not be suitable for all ages. Hey, welcome to Creature Feature, where we feature creatures that are featured in films. And that is a tongue twister. I am your host, Seth Tucker. I am joined once again by my lovely co-host and wife, uh, Carolyn Tucker. Hello. Uh, Today we will be discussing the 1997 Creature Feature, The Relic. However, it's it's one of both of our favorites, I think. Uh, On to tonight's feature. We, uh, of course, follow our, our similar structure. We discuss creature design, discuss if it conveyed the creator's idea, and, and then we discuss mm-hmm. if it holds up, and then we talk a little bit about the movie itself. Mm-hmm. So tonight is the, again, as I said, 1997 classic creature feature, The Relic, directed by Peter Hyams, based off the best-selling Relic novel by Douglas Pendergast and Lincoln Child. Sorry, Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child, introducing their character, Agent Pendergast, who is not in the film. Anywho, uh, we will go ahead and start. I wonder if the film uh, would have been better with, I mean, I thought it was really good anyway, but I wonder if that character would have added to the film. There's a lot of differences and like a lot of what Degusta does, the, the, the sergeant that helps mm-hmm, him out, mm-hmm. that role is Degusta in the book. I gotcha. So and really there was a Pendergast, but not. They just switched the roles around because it, it doesn't make a lot of sense for this FBI agent who is kind of gets his own free range. I've, I've read like the first eight or nine novels of the agent Pendergast stuff that, that they Apparently wrote. You enjoy that. <laughs> um, they're, they're really, they're really good uh, pseudo techno science thrillers. Cool. Um, but they're, they're worth a check out if you enjoy reading or uh, audible. Anyway, we will discuss the film now. <laughs> no, we won't. We'll discuss the creature now. The creature known as the Kathoga. Um, which is an interesting design because it's it's a it's a it's an amalgamation of several different things. Mm-hmm. Like reptilian, but the then also skin tiger. Is, the skin like, is very reptilian, and then the body shape is almost like boar. Yeah. It's like a boar like, well, like body shape. Yeah, but then, but then it's got, got like the big claw. Like pawed like claws almost yeah right like, and then and almost and and um and and part of this was in the creature design was was um the producer wanted a more hideous looking monster than yeah. what he had and suggested like arachnid faces and i would say the mouth is very yeah almost arachnid yeah it makes you think of uh the predator a little bit when you a yeah. little bit not yeah. not quite but, but a, yeah, little bit. a little bit this the the uh the Kathoga, as was the um, Predator, uh, both designed by Stan Winston, who, oh, that's cool. I who you that. will hear us talk about a lot. Uh, <laughs> and the Predator's mandibles, of course, came from James Cameron going, you know, I've never seen a monster with mandibles. And Stan Winston going, you know, I'm putting mandibles on this thing. <laughs> and in this case, Peter Hyams went back to Stan Winston and said, hey, I want it uglier. Can we do something like yeah. arachnid mouth? And he yeah, was and like, I'm going to do arachnid eyes. mouth. It has like. It looks like it's got multiple eyes. Yeah, yeah. like like not quite looked, a compound eye like a uh, spider, uh, but like 
just multiple eyes. Just multiple, yeah, like like six or something. And it's it huge. Like six. Yeah, and this thing is massive. Yeah, like the size of a, uh, you know, uh, buffalo or something almost. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't get a, you don't get a great scale. Not until the very end. Right. But, yeah. But it's yeah, it's, but it's it's very very broad and and mm-hmm. massive. But not and quick. Not a, um, you know. It's not like elephant or rhino sized, but right. It's not like what I in was between saying, like gigantic, a water buffalo you know, and a rhino. You're not looking at King Kong or something like that. No, but no. It's, yeah, but like but like I said, like in between like a water buffalo and a rhino. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a good scale because mm-hmm. they're yeah. <laughs> um, but the, it's it's got some like it's got like a reptilian tongue. I it's think, got like the forked tongue. Yeah, which is prehensile, a, which yeah. is weird. It has a forked tongue and stuff like that. Honestly, um, I I really like the design. I think it, and especially because they never seen it, anything like it before, right? Um, in the movie, you know, they they state that it has all these different. Um, they refer to DNA. it as a, yeah, as a chimera this, because it's yeah. a mythical creature from this right. place. It has all these different elements from animals in its DNA, um, which would you know, and it totally looks like an amalgamation of all these creatures. So, you know, maybe scientifically a creature like that couldn't exist, but I think for what they were going for, I think it, it, um, looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. This is not like a natural single entity or Mm -hmm. necessarily mammalian reptilian or anything like that. Like it does, you wouldn't go, Oh, that's an insect, but, other than that, it's got like various characteristics of different things. Of like everything, yeah. And yeah. it feeds it feeds off the hypothalamus and the human brainstem, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of neat the way they have it because it do needs it. It's, the it, hormone. It right? needs the hormones yeah. that you that it that the hypothalamus produces, mm-hmm. um, which is similar to a plant that it eats, and that's why it it's needs a, that. a fungus a found fungus. on the plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fungus. Yeah, um, that that. Is composed mm-hmm. of like very concentrated the same chemicals, but it's very, very interesting because the way they show it is it's not like ripping people necessarily apart so much as it just latches on with its mouth and then, around their head and then just kind of detaches the body. Yeah, yeah, um, it's... which is really neat to see in action. <laughs> um, now this was this is our first film featuring CGI. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever you see the Kathoga running or jumping or doing any of the more actiony stuff it is cgi yeah uh any other time you see it it is uh practical effect animatronic uh with mm-hmm. uh cgi elements uh, like, not in a lot of it because a lot of it is shot dark yeah. which i think was a credit to peter well, i just Himes mean like when smart. you see its face up close and if it blinks its eyes or it moves its tongue or whatever um uh oh was that all it, hard effects it I, depends some of it oh. some of it was was hard effects i think it depends on what it is mm-hmm. um but they had one guy when you see it one guy would be working the head mm-hmm. and there would be another one or two guys in the body moving various aspects of it yeah. and it and, it, and it's kind of an all-environment creature because mm-hmm. um, you see it like submerged underwater mm-hmm. tracking so, yeah. people you see yeah. it you see it climb the wall and the ceiling mm-hmm. um much like like a reptile or insect mm-hmm. would do, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's it's very strong and and big, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it gives that. Now, sense. I would say, as far as holding up, 
It, the hard effects hold up really well. The hard effects hold up really well. They're stainless. Now, Come on. the CGI, I think, held up really well on my old TV. But yeah, if you have high it, def, if yeah. you have high def, it doesn't hold up as well. But so, you know, it does seem a bit dated. You can tell totally that it's CGI. But, yeah. you know, it even when you first showed it to me in the 2000s, um, I didn't have a high def TV and it actually looked pretty good. So it clearly still holds up for the technology that we had. Um, I mean, but, you, you look at it and you go, oh, that's CGI. Right. But, right. You know, you, you, but, you can almost um, do that with anything pre high def. Right. Look I mean, at the Matrix honest. movies. <laughs> right. You know, pre high def, you're like, huh, that's fake. Right. Right, but that's that's why I do like that it it's not it it's not an it's not a solid yeah. creature because that would have it really doesn't yank it. you out of it though because it's not they they kept it dark which I think until was the really end. good the yeah. the end is where it it, it it and we'll discuss more in the plot but it's mm-hmm. it's an overexposure mm-hmm. and and although it, I think you needed it for that because you needed you, the you, epicness you of did the but ending the, but it being on fire I think is what hurt it yeah that's true because it's on it's on fire and CGI had not managed how to work real flame with fake flame yeah it didn't get there yet but yeah so it it that that's kind of like okay that's yeah but I mean I mean and this is this again, is this is from the nineties late nineties. Um, but this, it, but again, you, you really get a sense for how immense and powerful this thing is. Cause it, it busts in, it's busting into like mm-hmm. a vault in the, in the museum basement and like denting the door mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's, you know, it, it, it just plows through it, these glass doors. Like, like, yeah, they're the, nothing. like, yeah. like office, like wooden glass doors mm-hmm. and the, the mm-hmm. heroin's closing all of them. And you just see. It, like it doesn't even stop. Right. He, it, she's trying to close them all to stop it. And it just like, goes it just through slams like, all the way through, them. which is such a great scene. I think it's, it is because well, the, again, that's one not of the, CG. Well, part of it's CG. Yeah. Cause they but show that's it, one but. of the things that I really love about this movie is I think, I don't know who was the uh, director of photography, but I think he did a wonderful job or she, the person did a wonderful job in in filming because the, the, I really, I, I think the, and I wouldn't say they did anything the necessarily. No, not different like or not novel, just, yeah. but they did like really, it was really just well done. Like the shots in the sewer. And yeah. then that end part where she's closing the doors. And um, to me, I, I just think it's beautifully shot. Yeah. And you know, you wouldn't look at it and be like, Oh, this is a masterpiece of cinematography. But while watching but, it is very pleasing. It's, yes. It's, yeah, it's not, they're not, it's not 1917 it's or anything cl- like that. It's kind of claustrophobic where, a little bit at, at sometimes too, which. At points where, yeah. it, and, and the setting mm-hmm. is in a museum of natural history in mm-hmm. Chicago. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, that's a massive building. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's very. But they utilize the space. They very do well very in it. smart yeah. things with it. I li- I just I like that. Really about no, it. I I will admit, and mm-hmm. I never really thought overly about the claustrophobic aspect of mm-hmm. it. But it's, you're you're it's absolutely not in all right. of it, but in, in a lot of areas, you know, most is. I would yeah. say most of it is very tight framing mm-hmm. to where you mm-hmm. see, and there's I mean there are a few jump scares, no cat scare, no cat scare, which I think was really nice. So, barring the no cat scare, which is a staple, 
Right, which is probably lacking in the movie as well. <laughs> um, we, uh, you know, there are several really good jump scares. Um, oh yeah, definitely. That, that are, I don't know, they, they, they get you the first time you watch it. Mm-hmm. I think just because there's enough misdirection and you don't, yeah, you don't see anything for the, so long. I and, think the one that gets me every time um, is, uh, so the, the fungus, you know, you find out in the movie that it, that it, um, creates a hormone that help makes mutates things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, there's a beetle that crawls into the fungus and she takes some samples and she puts it in the freezer. Well then in a cooler or in a cooler. Yeah. Yeah. And she just sticks it in the refrigerator, not the freezer. And uh, then in the morning, she pulls it out, puts it on the desk, and she hears, like, scratching. So she goes over to open it, and the beetle pops out, and it is humongous. It's now Bigger like, in her hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that one, no matter how many times I've seen it, normally gets me, just because the way it pops out and scurries across. Hard effect, too. Hard effect. Yeah. And she squishes it with a book. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's gooey, (laughs) but then she does a sample on it and it's like, it's a beetle. And that's how they discover like what the hormone does. Mm -hmm. Like leads to, yeah. Yeah. Leads to greater discovery. Now Mm a little callback to episode two, them, James Whitmore, who, as we discussed, was also Brooks and Shawshank Redemption is also in this film. And a great character. Fantastic character. He's like Um, an old professor. Of um, anthropolore. Yeah. And so so most of them, you know, think he's kind of kooky because they're legitimate scientists and don't really buy into his folklore and things like that. But he actually... Um, is a really great character and becomes very useful because he's a with nice the character. Cath- he's a fun character right, with the Cathoga uh, science and mythology go hand in hand. Really? Yes. So, and it was, yeah, it's really, really nice. Um, really interesting. And there's a little bit of comedic relief. You have the two cops mm-hmm. who are, they're, they're just plainclothes officers and they are, they're uniformed officers. And then you see them later plainclothes. And like the entire time they're just discussing coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like the, every time you see them, they're talking about coffee. He's talking about coffee. <laughs> talking about coffee. But um, so the film the film starts with a scientist down in South America mm-hmm. learning about the Cathoga from the native people. Yeah. Um, and he tries to to get his crates back before they're shipped, but yeah, they get shipped. Uh, and then we pick up in Chicago at the harbor with the ship itself. So as we're on the boat, we're introduced to the main male lead, Lieutenant D'Augusta, mm-hmm. who is superstitious, very superstitious. Right. And, uh, we you find, see him picking up a penny and no, 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 not or asking, only if it's heads yeah, up. Yeah. Asking and, if it's heads up and things like that. And yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, he, Refuse to step on a step over a body. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Because it, just because it's bad luck. He's he's highly, highly superstitious. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we see is, uh, the crew. There's there's no one to be found other than like one guy. Mm-hmm. 
and then they uh, find a, like a bilge tank or something. And when they open it, yeah, there's all the bodies, mm-hmm. all of them missing. Head. Their heads are decapitated. They're not missing. They're there. Yeah, yeah. They're just floating in the soup. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the museum where they're setting up for their new exhibit. Which kind of superstition. Uh, begs the question if he is, if the creature is intelligent too, for it to hide the bodies like that. Yeah. Well, and it's because it, it doesn't start out as the Cathedral. It gradually gets there, but it does mm-hmm. maintain some intelligence, clearly because it keeps hidden. Right. It right. stayed mm-hmm. hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it's, we, we go to the museum, uh, which where most of the film takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see some kids coming in and they're, they're playing it's like a field trip. Well, there's a field trip, and, but yeah. these kids are playing hooky for the day. And they're like, no, we'll go to the museum. Cause you know, it, it, we'll stand out if we go to the arcade. <laughs> anyway, they stay and they get locked in the museum after hours and they see something in one of the stairs. Um, and then we meet a guard who gets killed. Mm-hmm. Um, they do good about, uh, hiding the Cathuga. Cathoga. 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 <laughs> Um, for most of the film, I would say half up until like the, 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 the big reveal. Yeah. The, the end, the last 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, because the way, the way the film builds and I mean, and it, and mm-hmm, it, it is mm-hmm. as a build as people are coming and going and, and the museum's got drama around it as they're trying to set up for. Yeah. A, um, opening their grand their grand opening of their superstition exhibit where they mm-hmm. have the mayor and all these other guests come and right um and and lieutenant augusta because this is a related homicide it's his mm. and we see him in the um coroner's office as they're doing the post-mortem and that's when you find out that the the hypothalamus is is mm-hmm. is missing and um I remember they identify the murder weapon and he's like, so, so what did this? She has something big and nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And the coroner is actually a lot of fun in, uh, in it. Yeah. Um, something big and nasty. <laughs> um, but, and you see like the body's, the body's got more wounds on it. Like three large claw marks on the chest mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that are not, you know, that was just him holding him down. If I had to guess to feed Right. Um, mm-hmm. And the in in the big part of it is the gala itself. Mm-hmm. Like there's all this stuff leading up to it where they're investigating the museum, trying to find the killer. You find out there's old coal tunnels in the city that link from the harbor to the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and they find a homeless guy with some of the wallets from the ship. But and it never really covers like yeah. he found them down there and the, just that um, was it. Yeah, side note, the the uh museum um what is she coordinator or uh yeah. Uh, I, I would is, I would say or a curator. A, yeah, is an actress that I I really love. She was in the eighties and nineties a bunch. And maybe Lin- she's Linda Hunt. You might know her from the principal in uh a kindergarten kindergarten cop. She's a principal in kindergarten cop. Yeah. She is also in NCIS Los Angeles. 
I wish she had to yep. know that. That's she fun. is. She's um, just real fun. You would know her immediately if you, when you if saw you her. If you see her, you'll know um, her. She's in Silverado. The movie Incredibles. Um, she's very I Edna Mole-ish. Yeah, I always yeah. think of Edna Mole when I, when I see to, her. To, to some degree. Edna yeah. Mole is obviously based off an actual famous fashion designer too but yeah but yeah yeah linda hunt if, they, if that was live same, action right. linda hunt would have been the choice oh, is that her that. name yeah, okay I did, name. yeah um but yeah she's she's been in tons of stuff never really had that like yeah role. so of course she's fun in the in the uh yeah in and she looks she resembles edna mole she's got that haircut i know that's what i say that's what i always so think of her yeah yeah, yeah but um, so she's just a fun um, element in yeah. the movie too. There are a lot of good actors and Penelope Ann Miller in this. is the female lead. Um, then you've got Tom Sizemore as the uh, as Lieutenant Augusta. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think. You've got James Whitmore. Um, there's not a whole lot of like people who you hear the name and you're like, oh, that guy, I, lo- I love that no, guy. No, but you, you but know, but if you when look, you see you'll him. see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that guy's been in this. Oh, like, because even the mayor, this. even the mayor, I can't. I, I know I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I've seen him in yeah. stuff. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I like, don't yeah, his name a, is Robert Lesser. I've seen him right. around in other stuff. He does such a good normally like a mobster um, or something. Right. He does such a good line. Uh, Lieutenant Augusta is wanting to shut down the gala, of course, because and, but the mayor is after, coming to this. And, but the mayor's coming. And it's an election year, so he just says, "You know, my Augusta, my wife's wearing a dress that shows off her cleavage. Have you seen my wife's cleavage?" Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "My wife's cleavage is famous." He's we- like, "That's probably how I got reelected." Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of funny, and you know, um, Augusta knows. That something is terrible, he needs to close down. But of course, they want politics this to get, get involved. Oh yeah, politics. So, um, and so there's, he's and there's, having to work around it and do his best. And there's some nice like inter intermuseum drama between like yeah, the, Penelope you, Ann Miller, the lead, the yeah, lead doctor. Like you who find is out going that the scientist funding. in the beginning is actually kind of an ass. Yeah, he was an ass. <laughs> you, you said it so yes you can i didn't know if i could say it. um <laughs> this isn't tv we'll just put a disclaimer harsh language oh it's but, in the bible it's not cousin. right right but he's a bit of a jerk and uh you know so not not a very likable character but you just find it out and via he's, them talking he's about an it anthropologist who specializes mm-hmm. in superstition and uh dr margo green right it's not She's not about that life. Right. She's not trying to get, she's just trying to, she's a scientist. She's just trying to be a scientist. She's not about She's like an evolutionary biologist. Yeah. And then there's a, the guy who I've, uh, an Asian actor that I've actually seen on stuff too, but I can't tell you. Yeah. I'm not not going to tell you, but his name, his name in the movie is Dr. Greg Lee, but he, he has a grant. He has a grant and she's applying for a grant from the Blaisdells Mm -hmm. who is this wealthy couple. And he's going after it too. Right. And he's a jerk too. That's like he's schmoozing because he's better at playing the game than she is. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a bit of a, of a, of a, a kiss dick. up. Yeah. Um, but so you, uh, yeah, you see, so you get um, a nice drama. A putz. He's a putz. He's a putz. Nobody uses that word to putz. <laughs> yeah. I, I think people, schmuck. I mean, he's schmuck. a schmuck. Who's schmuck. Um, to, to coin a, a nice nineties phrase. Schmuck. It's Yiddish. Right. <laughs> but, um, oh, it is really. But, but so you get some nice drama, I you, think, you to, get to some, add to some the, nice drama that fleshes out the characters. Exactly. It's exactly. not because because 
so anyway, the Galagos. Because you have to care about the characters. The Gala goes off. Right. And With as a you huge can imagine, <laughs> yeah, as you can imagine, everything goes wrong at possible. Their new security system is triggered. So like yeah. some people make it out, but like the museum basically is sealed off. Yeah. Like these giant doors come down. And giant like metal the, doors yeah. and the power and basically the generators overload because mm-hmm. it shows, you know, it's, Oh, there's an earthquake in the main lobby. Oh, there's from the mm-hmm. people and you see people get trampled and all that. But then when you're, you're left with these people who are trapped, you know, the mayor, you know the Blaisdells, mm-hmm. you know this, you know Dr. Green, you know Lieutenant Augusta and Sergeant Hollings Shed, the the coffee cops. <laughs> the coffee cops. Linda That's Linda it. Linda Hunt's character. And it, like you 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 know them and you have some mm-hmm. feeling for them. It's not generic person in a suit one, generic person yeah, in a yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah. So two. it's kind of very uh I mean, don't get me wrong, you have those people who you're like, I never knew their name. I don't think they were in any other scene besides this. Well, you have this. to have the body count. And then they know? did. Yeah, and then yeah. they did. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so so you you find Oh, that's classic. what I was trying to think of. Poseidon Adventure. It's very Poseidon Adventure. Very much Poseidon you, Adventure. Because yeah. they're trapped. Because the, they're it's trapped. It's a trap. And yeah. it's, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. this is how we have to get out of here. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they go, um, half the group gets led by Sergeant Hollingshed through the tunnels across the street through the storm drain and of course there's a massive storm going on outside so it's flooding yeah uh but not everybody can make it because they got injured in the stampede so mm-hmm. half have to stay behind and, and the coffee cops stay behind with them and then the other half go through the tunnel with uh sergeant hollingshed while Lieutenant D'Augusta and Dr. Green are trying to figure out what is this thing, where did it come yeah, from? Yeah, they kind of get locked it. in the, they get a, they the get, science part. The, they get the locked lab. in the actual labs yeah, with the labs. James Whitmore's character. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're... Uh, Who I think his name was Dr. Frost? Frock. Dr. Frock, excuse me. And so they're, while this is going on, they are still looking into... The cause and the what the because they know they know is. what it is. They've seen it now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it does kill a dog. Really it kills one of the police dogs. Remember? Oh no, I forgot that part. To get the hormone, did the police dog have the, the hormone? The police dogs are just it? chasing him. I think. Oh, and it just. I think. Just it, I think they've got two police dogs in the movie. It didn't they? I feel like two ran down the hall. And then they find the one, right. and it's like cool. Which what were we talking about? Where oh, oh yeah, it the, kills a police dog. The, the humanoids from the deep were like, "Don't watch it if you don't want this dogs one, to die." Well, this, this one also has dying dogs, in but it, it has so. one living dog. One living. One dog. dog lives. One dog dies. Right. Right. Um, and you don't get um, a whole lot of like graphic dog death. No, well, I would say not you a see lot it of the deaths it, are graphic. They do a lot of they do a lot of dark. They shot a lot dark, mm-hmm. and again, because some of the some of those effects are not hard effects. Right. Like when you see right. it actively remove someone's head, that's CGI. Yeah, yeah. which so, is kind of kind of a little weak, <laughs> just for the time. Just for yeah. now in high in, in in the world of high def. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot of a lot of fun, and. Yeah, you you find out why the Cathogos here, right? How it and then got there's, here, there's like a stuff. twist at the end, a little little yeah, bit of a that that we won't go into. But yeah, yeah. So and, can't be spoiling it for people um, and, because I do recommend this movie. I think it's a great movie. Oh, yeah. I think it's fun. Well, something I like is they don't really they build a chemistry mm-hmm. between the male and female lead, 
but I wouldn't say it's but romantic they chemistry. Don't make her. Yeah, no, it's more like a, they care for each other and they respect each other. It's like they're both they're both professionals at what they do. Right, Lieutenant Hollinshed right. being the cop. So there's Dr. definitely Margo a respect as, as the and a good rapport between them. But and well they, cast, they don't make it right, and they don't. But they don't make it romantic, which is nice. Yes, I mean, because um, in fact, there's no romance really in this movie. Dukathoga and hypothalamus. That's it. <laughs> That's the only love Which story in this so film. so beautiful. This is the most beautiful. Could you imagine that as the title? <laughs> Cthulhu loves hypothalamuses. Hypothalamus I. Nobody would have been able to pronounce it. <laughs> Let's see. K what, loves H. What's the hapa hoopa What's the hoobity hoobity Hapatibido. That's a hapatibido. Um, I love that movie with the hapatibido. <laughs> But the the Cthulhu is it, it's an iconic it's iconic once you've seen it it's a very iconic monster and you'll go uh, I've never seen anything like that yeah and you have it right oh another part that really I will say this this thing it, it's all over the dang gun place it, yeah at one point like everything's cool everything's cool cops are outside there's helicopters all this stuff and the thing drops through the skylight it's the only right. time you see it outside the building and it drops through the skylight and you're like. Why? Like, why was this thing like, I'm going to go on the roof? Oh my God. He was making a dramatic entrance, honey. Yeah, he Gosh. was. I'll say was nothing more dramatic than busting out a skylight. I'm now two tons of death. Wow. It looks awesome. It looks great. And then it the rain great. comes down. But when you think about it, you're like, it doesn't make any sense. So wait a minute. He's killed her butts in the museum and really just was like, <laughs> I got to get over here to this girl. And you know, there's that door. Hmm. You know, those cops came in through that light in the ceiling. There's still a bunch of helicopters out there. I bet they won't shoot at me. I got this. <laughs> Do my Spider-Man act. You, you, had, you had to introduce some flair to the movie. Some pizzazz. It, it, no, no, no. It's great. It's a wonderful scene. Because you're like, oh my God, why did it come through this guylight? You're shocked by it. Um, <laughs> and but, that's what he was going for. But by the same token, He's it's an the actor. Of all the things that I could be like, well, science says, but I don't know science well enough to defend that. So <laughs> that's the one thing I will say. I don't, <laughs> I don't know science well enough to defend that. But I will say this. This thing is all over the flipping map uh-huh. in that building. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, that's cool. I'm not, there's, there's plenty of ways in a museum. And anybody who's ever been to a big museum, you know, right. there's plenty of hallways and corridors. You and know, everything I didn't else. think about that. Cause it is kind of funny that none of the people can get out, but he's all like, he's like, what's up y'all? Bam. What's up? Bam. Did y'all see that steel door come down? Bam. <laughs> but, but, but the character. All he can say is nineties. Like, don't think about it. Well, that's the thing that the characters are trapped in the museum. Right. They can still interact with each other because we you see that Doc, Dr. Green and Lieutenant Augusta go down in the tunnel to lure it away from Hauling Shed's group after it's attacked the group right. in the main foyer. Right. So, so like, like you can be like, okay, they're moving in this space. And this is also moving in this space. Yeah. Cool. SWAT busts in a window and they're like, all right, we're going down. And they get wiped out as one would expect as mm-hmm. a giant... Uh, water buffalo, rhino, bug, lizard. Right. Well, because when they come in, they think it's a uh, serial killer. 
Initially, the police think it's a serial killer. Yeah, they and they don't, don't know what's going on at the museum uh-huh. once everything goes off. They just know something's up. The mayor's in there. Yeah, so they're they can't, just trying to and get they, it to they can't him. really raise their people. And they know that there's been some murders, but they don't know at this point, you know, what. Yeah. what is, and it, yeah. and it does, like, the first guy comes down and gets... Um, Oh yeah, that's a great scene. He hits, he hits and gets up, and then sees it and starts running. Nope, and my it buddy. gets him, and then it jumps up and yanks the second guy off yeah, the road. So then, like the last guy is like trying the to get back gets, up. The poor thing. He gets halfway up. He yeah. gets halfway but out the window, see, that's and the, that's the only half the that makes ceiling. it out. Yeah, because then you see him like crawling up the ceiling to get him. Yeah, and so he gets his legs and his pelvis and yeah, half his waist. Um, also, while all this is going on, there's a really interesting um, several scenes where they found a broken idol, and they are the cath- that is the cathoga that is the cathoga, and they are repairing it, and it was packed in the leaves, right? And in between. All these scenes while all this stuff is happening. Well, you, before before the before the gala, yeah, before it's like the, the crowning, yeah, before the reveal piece. and stuff, they're they're repairing it, and you don't ever really get to see it until you see the Cathoga for the first time, which is kind of yeah. Which I was, is, I think they, I think that you see the idol before you see the Cathoga, yeah. But it, it's but you see it finish it's primi- as you're seeing, yeah. The it's real, a it's a primitive idol, yeah, and it's sitting and it's holding a skull and its tongue yeah. is like in the back of the skull, yeah. But it it it, it looks like a primitive, yeah, limited like tool rock, rendition, yeah. Of and so the Cathoga, that's a which is really neat. yeah, that's a really neat. Um, part of the film i think because the only part of it is just showing you you know yeah the the creature um without showing the creature so i, I and they give they give an explanation for like why these people create the cathoga yeah which, which is i really thought cool, was kind of cool which is really cool yeah because it's they basically create it to wipe out their enemies, enemies. they feed it the fungus then they take the fungus away from and it. And they go and they and disappear they go for and a they while. Hide. So then it feeds off. It feeds off their enemies and, and then starves to death. Yeah, because it can't get any more. And, and then, then they come back. Yeah, so it's it's brilliant. And that, so they sort of uh, worship this thing as a protector and it's, all this yeah, kind of stuff. The son of the devil or something yeah. like that in their culture. Right. Which and so, I can't imagine why. <laughs> so it, it, it's it's. An in-depth movie, I think. It's well, it's well done. It's well written. Uh, the book is a mm-hmm. lot more sciencey. Um, so I wouldn't understand it. I didn't understand it. <laughs> um, it's good. I enjoy it. I enjoy the book. I enjoy the sequel, Reliquary. I enjoy. I enjoy the. I enjoy that series. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy them as I don't enjoy the movie, The Relic, as a good representation of the book. Mm. But, but I enjoy it. Just in general, you it's enjoy it's the movie. great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a fantastic it's a fantastic movie. It's a really good book. Um, if you like to read and and you like like a sciencey horror thriller uh, mystery, I, I would I would recommend the relic. Um, from a film perspective, I know the relic is currently on Netflix. It's, is it really? It is. That's so awesome. Uh, it's available on DVD on amazon.com you can rent it on amazon.com i believe it's free on amazon prime movies it may be on youtube i don't i don't know 
I didn't check that. <laughs> um, but as you can tell, we really, really like it. So how many popcorn buckets are you going to give it? Totally six. Six. Okay. Totally. I'm going to give, I'm going to give it despite, despite the CGI not holding up and despite his weird climb over the roof, drop down, jump, <laughs> jump and leap through. Um, it, it suffers from the nineties because you know, the nineties was big on super over dramatic uh, scenes and one liners. Which there are not a lot of. Not not as many as, and I am a fan of one-liners as someone who started appreciating movies in the 90s. I am a fan of the terrible one-liners. Everyone is a a fan of them. Right. But. But And this one doesn't suffer for too much of that. But I would say that. Although it's got, it's got, it's got the one at the end. It has one-liners. It has a few. It's got one-liners. Not not, not overdone. Yeah. Then of course it's got the crazy overdone parts in it. But for like i said for a 90s movie you definitely have to watch it saying it's, okay, this is a 90s it's <laughs> it's very much a standout creature feature from the time yeah. when sci-fi channel was just coming up and creature features honestly if you like sci-fi movies you would uh love that this is actually a higher caliber. i was about to say this is far this is far superior now i will say this early, sci- early sci-fi, sci-fi. Film, early sci-fi channel movies were good mm-hmm. yeah um, until CGI became cheap and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they went I think the sci-fi gradually. channel is the first place that I saw Lake Placid, which is another amazing uh, creature feature movie. I love that one too. But we will feature the 1985 alligator before we go to Lake Placid. <laughs> um, only, only because Seth I grew up with that love it. Seth I, doesn't love I it love, like I love. I love Lake Placid. <laughs> But you had Lake Placid as your first big gator movie. Okay. I had an alligator had as alligator. my first big gator movie. <laughs> um, anyway. And we haven't we, got to see Crawl yet. So no, we have not seen Crawl yet, which a, I really wanted to do. A segment of alligator movies. We just didn't watch them. We'll, we'll put it on the list. <laughs> um, so I will, I will also give Relic six out of six popcorn buckets. It is a film that you must see. Uh, if it's you've not seen it, if you haven't film. seen it in a while, rewatch it. If you don't like it, I can't help that your taste in film is terrible. Um, <laughs> but you should definitely check it out. It is it is fantastic. Again, uh, my co-host has been Carolyn Tucker. She can be found at Mystic Reflections for her artwork, where she also creates creatures that are much cuter than anything in the films we feature. <laughs> uh, I am a writer of several novels. Uh, you can find me at Radioactive Rabbit Inc. INK.com. Uh, and you have found us, Creature Feature, and you can learn more about us at RadioactiveRabbitAir.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you later. <laughs> Creature Feature is a production of Radioactive Rabbit Air. All contents are copyright Radioactive Rabbit Air. For more information, visit us at RadioactiveRabbitAir.com. Our music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. Thank you for joining us.